Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is July 20th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use, or by uh, visiting um, motorvitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years' worth of archives. Um, we are live in Texas at the Texas Water Quality Association this week. And uh, so I, I still want to start the call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by asking, was there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that is worthy of sharing with other professionals across the industry or anything we can help with? Any questions you might have? Do I have anything? Kelly, me, me, me. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, Jen. So uh, we have been, we have, the yesterday we did a couple of the um, kind of first part of the installer training. Uh, we had two classes, and it was the um, tubing fitting and fittings and things like that. And we had such a wide variety of people, some that have been in the industry for two weeks and some that were in the industry for 16 years. And... Um, the really cool thing about it was especially the ones that have been in the industry for so long, they're still doing their continued education. And this wasn't to get points. They actually paid for this class. And they weren't getting points, but yet they were still there to learn. And um, they still learned a lot because it wasn't only learning, you know, from us, but from everybody else in the class. So I guess moral of my story is, you know, continue education. Just keep going because um doesn't matter how long you're in this industry, you, you can always learn something new. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And speaking of, of the class and, you know, what's going on here at Texas, I, I got to tell you, guys, we have talked about on this call for many, many times the importance of getting involved with some of your local and you know state and regional associations and and some of them are bigger than others some of them are a little more successfully put together than others and they run through cycles i mean you know there there's been some that it used to be just wonderful and they you know change leadership and, and for a couple of years it kind of changes and stuff like that but i got to tell you consistently texas has always been one of the most involved active enjoyable association meetings this is i know jen you come down pretty much every year for the texas water quality association i'm i'm usually uh you know actually this is it's been six or seven years since i've been here maybe longer um and so this was my first time back in in several years but uh just what an incredible wealth of information and knowledge and in fact it was interesting because uh you know we we pulled up and we, as we're walking in, you and I both noticed this uh, um, this big, huge Texas-like truck. You know, everything's bigger in Texas, and there's this gigantic Texas-like truck right out and parked in front of the hotel. And apparently, it's where the valet people um, decided to drive it because it's so impressive. They just wanted to stare at it for the entire week. Is is what I'm what I'm thinking. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, it, long behold, it belongs to um, uh, Southern Water Solutions, which was, the, if anybody remembers, um, they were uh, Jason, Chris, and Brian 
were the the inaugural installer course that we had. So the, they were the very first uh, students to come through our installer training back in January, and uh, they would get this big Texas-sized truck parked out there. So so it which happens to be right underneath Jen's room, and so Jen and I have made a sport of just throwing stuff down at it and seeing if we can hit it um, from her balcony. And they, uh, um, so like there's like, you know, splatters of stuff all over the roof, but you guys won't know it because it's so tall that you can't ever see the top of your car. You have to get a ladder to climb up there. So, but anyway, um, I invited them on to uh, just have a conversation um, and, and mostly about so for those of you that it's actually uh, uh, Brian and Jason that are here with us. Chris is not able to make it today, but um, but uh, Brian and Jason are here. So welcome, guys. Um, I kind of wanted to have a. I, I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation with you guys a little bit. You know, mostly. Um, so you know, it's been kind of interesting. I know late last year you guys decided to to kind of really give this water treatment thing a try. And um, well, I mean, you, I guess you had been doing it a little bit, but you really wanted to delve deep into it, you know, to really go go hard into it and to, to make it real. And, and by the way, the truck, I'm, I'm talking about the truck, but it's beautifully wrapped, you guys. You can, I mean, you definitely uh, notice that it stands out and, and uh, you know, so it, it really becomes a great marketing tool. Um, but, but, uh, you know, I wanted to have a conversation with you, you know, not so much about the, you know, about the class and, and what you guys did at our place. Um, and they, you know, although I, I really do appreciate how much you guys talk about that and, and the endorsements and the, you know, recommendations to other people for the class you guys were. I can't, can't imagine a better first class to come through um, that training facility. And you guys just really understood the challenge and, and the need to, to um, to get the message out there, and you guys have certainly done that. So, but I'm I'm mostly kind of curious about you guys, and and you know here in Texas, how's uh, how's it gone this year for you? You know, tell me tell me some of the changes at Southern Water Solutions, and what have you, what have you guys done? What have you learned in the last? You know, because you you, you kind of went at this thing full full steam ahead. I mean, if I'm understanding correctly, it was really within the last six eight months that you decided to to put 100 percent in, right? Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, steadily growing, which is a good thing. Uh, since then, we've we've hired a full-time installer of our own. Um, yeah, I, I I got the certification through the WQA. Oh yeah, congratulations, Jason. That's right, you're certified yeah, installer you. now. So yeah, absolutely, so, and Brian, you're taking your test next week, right? Yes, I plan on taking it next week. Yeah, so, perfect. Yeah, there's that. Uh, we became better, better pro dealers, partners as well, and uh, things are going well. So we're just enjoying our time here at the WQA, meeting people, and sitting in the classes. And I did have a question for you earlier. I was, I, you had mentioned about getting involved in the WQA. How would one do that if we want to get involved in the WQA or in these event, the conventions? Jen, you want to take that one? I, I, you said, how do you get involved in WQA conventions? Was that the question? Yes, and TWQA and WQA. Oh, um, well, with WQA, just uh, go onto their website, click on events, 
I don't know that they have information up or registration up for the WQA, but um, if you, I believe you guys are already members, correct? Yes, we are. Okay, so yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, emails will start coming through and they'll start talking about how to get involved. Um, if you're interested in, we have speaking opportunities that um, the call for speakers ends the end of July. Um, if there's anything that you guys want to speak on, we have business and technical. Um, but then with TWQA, kind of the same thing. Just go on their website. Um, you're members, so you're always welcome to sit in on the board meetings. I think they had it yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, you know, and right now there's, there's going to be a little bit of a shift and change. Ms. Dana is retiring after 19 years as director, so they have somebody else coming in. And um, but they're they're always welcoming of anybody sitting in on meetings and just offering to help out a little bit more. Yeah, the biggest thing to get involved is just to be there and and let them let it known that you want to be involved, and those opportunities will come to you. I mean, you you know, there's there are official signups for WQA. There are official that when you go on the website, um, you can find ways to to show interest, you know, which committees would you be interested in doing? And there there are several committees. I mean, there's, you know, depending on your passion. I mean, for me, I was always involved in the professional certification committee and also the, the regulatory, you know, which is the um, uh, legislative, you know, they, they do some of that. So as, you know, involved in that one as well. But, um, but there, there are tons. You know, there are communications and and uh, um, membership, and you know, just depending on what you want to uh, education. You know, uh, just um, you know, there, there's lots of opportunities, so you can kind of pick your interest and follow your, um, you know, follow what your passion is or what you would be most interested in in helping with. Um, and you know, you just submit your. Uh, your information, but then I, I would I would follow that up with, um, you know, here at, at at TWQA, just talking to the leadership. Any anybody on the board, just letting it known that you want to be part of it. Um, and then at national, same thing. You know, talk to uh, just talk to the people who are on the board. Talk to board members. There are several here from national as well. I mean, shoot, go up and and say hi to Amanda Moore. You know, for, who's president of. Uh, um, of WQA here, she's she's here, and you know, just let it known, let it be known that you want to be there. The message will get get out there, and and those opportunities will begin coming to you as long as you let it known that you want to be involved. So, love that you guys want to as well, you know. So, yeah, tell me about your what's that? No, go ahead. Well, I just wondering, you know, for somebody coming into the industry with a lot of passion and 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 energy like you guys are, um, you know, so you've since we last spoke uh, on this call. You guys have visited the national WQA, and you visited, and, and now you've been to your local and your regional, you know, your 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 state WQA through Texas. Um, was it worth it? Was it worth coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a minute ago, even get involved in the question you're asking now. It's just like I feel like every time you come here, you meet such such good people, and you learn stuff every single day uh, from people all over the country, obviously, even here in Texas. You learn stuff from your local competitors and uh, peers. And, I mean, we've, we've met a couple customers or a couple companies that are down where we're at in Houston. And, uh, I don't know, I just think everybody's good people and you learn something every time. So, I mean, I think it's the best part of coming is get to see people even like y'all, get to see y'all 
a few times a year by coming to these events, and it just uh, it makes it worth it for sure to keep up the relationships. <clears throat> yeah. Can I can I speak a little a little bit to that? Um, you know, no, that's something that <laughs> something that um, I have found also is that uh, down here, um, example, we were on the golf course. And there was a Hague dealer that I was taking pictures. There's a Hague dealer that went to, um, I needed to get pictures near the sponsorship signs. And it was a Culligan sign. I said, oh, do you want to wait until the next hole? Because it's Culligan. He says, no, no, Bob's good people. And he says, and we're all one. And, you know, I just, I love that. And we talked later and he's like, we don't have competitors. They're not enemies. You know, we're all in the same brand scheme if you're honest then you're my people so i thought that was great yeah that's that's really amazing i i gotta tell you and that's so easy i without going you know too much on the side jen to to that and just to kind of follow up what you guys were saying about talking to your competitors i think in today's world where we're so social media focused right it's so easy especially when you're in your own bubble to get nasty, you know, on social media or to form an opinion of people. But coming to these events, I think it really does help remind you exactly what what you just said, Jen, you know, what this what the hate dealer said, that this is one industry and, and yes, we're competitors, as we should be. That's healthy. It's you know, we should be competitors. But I mean I mean competition is is healthy as as long as it's fair and honest. But overall, this industry is so much bigger than any one of us. You know, we, and, and to be able to bring it and learn from each other and to bring it to each other with, you know, that, that, that integrity and that ethic and that respect for what everybody else does is just incredible. So um, I love hearing that. That kind of gives me chills, which is amazing because, God, it's been hot here. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, seriously. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I love hearing what you guys are saying there about Texas. So what would you say is the biggest thing that, you, that you've taken, you know, from – well, let me ask you this. How does, how does Texas compare with Vegas? I mean, you know, if you had coming to your state regional association going to uh, versus, I say Vegas. It was in Vegas this last year, but it's in Orlando next year, you know, so wherever, wherever it is. Um, how would you say the two compare? Oh, well, I mean, for me, Jason probably has another thing. I mean, I just, comparison as far as, I mean, like I said just a minute ago, I'm kind of repeating myself, but just seeing people here locally that you've heard about or you've seen online or, you you know, you've even possibly bidded against, but then you talk to them and everyone's such great people. So, I, I don't know, it's more of a local feel, I guess, for me versus when, when, when we were in Vegas. And we went to Orlando, too, about two years ago. It's kind of the same feel, too. But uh, just, just being around local people that you – hear about or you see all the time or, you know, you, you know, been in the same house as you. I don't know. It's just more of a local feel. For me. It's a lot more, it's a lot more of an intimate um, type setting. You know, in Vegas, the, when you walk into the convention center there where all the vendors are, it was so massive. And so for me, kind of overwhelming, you just didn't even know where to start. So um, going into the, into that exhibit, it's just a lot smaller, so it's a little bit more one-on-one. It feels a lot more personal. Brian's saying you meet you meet your your fellow competitors and get to talk to people. So uh, it's a little bit more of an intimate setting, and I like that better. 
Yeah, a little bit more a little bit more one on one time, I guess. Yeah. Somebody else had a question in there? Thought I heard somebody else pop in there with a question. So, um, so what's going on with Southern Water Solutions? I mean, tell me about the growth that you guys have had. You know, let's talk. Let's talk about you guys a little bit. What's What's going on? Well, uh, about three months ago, we we signed on with uh, Brita Pro, so we're authorized Brita Pro partner. We have over a uh, hundred zip codes here, so that's been a really big change. We've been focused on trying to get the marketing out for us, and things are going well. So. People need water. People need help with water, and uh, yeah. we've been happy with that. So we have full-time uh, focus right now. Full-time marketing. So firm working for us. Full-time installer now. Got one or two more trucks that have been added to our fleet. So um, it's steadily growing for sure. So you guys both have uh, other jobs. Yes, right. Um, this this was kind of your your second. Um, kind of your second uh, second job. Um, so what made you, you know, you, you talked about going to Orlando two years ago, so you guys have been kind of dabbling in this for a while, but tell me, you know, what, what made you decide to, to get into this thing? Because, Jason, I know that you, if I'm remembering correctly, you cut people's arms and legs off for them, right? Um, <laughs> well, I, I, they, I make, I do prosthetics, so... I make them. Well, yeah. So you you cut their arms and legs off so that then you can sell them new arms and legs. Is that <laughs> the way I understand that. the business? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so now he's so you're they or they come to you, I guess, sometimes uh, with with them already gone, and then you offer them new ones, right? Right. And, so, and, right. Yeah. And healed. So I've been doing prosthetics for 19 years. I've always been in the business for helping people, and um, it's just been my passion. I love prosthetics. Uh, insurance companies have a totally different story. So I've been tired of fighting them, trying to get get the reimbursement. So I started looking in other avenues. And after I had a, a water softener installed in my house about seven, eight years ago, a light bulb just kind of went off as a way. Another another way to help people is to get them better water. So yeah. th- that was the reason for me looking into water softeners and then partnered up with Brian three years ago. And uh, he's in the EPA regulation uh, business as well. So I'll let Brian talk to you about that a little bit. Yeah, same thing. I mean, I've, I have, I've had a construction company for 20-plus years doing EPA regulation management. So I was already kind of dealing with, um, you know, stuff as far as EPA goes and keeping water clean and construction sites and stuff like that. So I mean, and same thing, I wanted to diversify. Like you said, we've dabbled for a few years and we've gone to Orlando, Vegas, this one, and we we're trying to just get as much in and soak up as much as possible about the industry. We kind of fell in love and just love with it when we first started doing it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's why we're pretty much, we're trying to stay involved. Just trying to learn as much as we can every chance we get and meet as many people yeah. as we can every chance we get. Yeah. Networking is very important. So are you guys hoping, I mean, what are your goals? Are you hoping to, you know, to kind of make this your, your full-time, like, we're the only thing that you do, or are you, you know, to step back yeah. and kind of manage both, or, you know, how, what are the goals? Uh, for me personally, uh, I probably will make this a full-time instead of prosthetics at some point, and it's just because the industry, the prosthetic industry is just getting more and more difficult on the reimbursement side from insurance, and they're just making things so tight. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I think my goal is eventually make this full-time and maybe something that uh, my family can fall into. I have a son who's 10 years old. So just kind of looking out for the future. Yeah. Yeah. And I know and I, uh, I know Jason enjoys this more than he does prosthetics because <laughs> I, I can just tell. So, But, yeah, same with well, me. Hard. I, I, plan on, I, I plan on falling back on this, you know, and full-time. I mean – Right now, it can be full-time, and we're busy enough to where there's, there's something we can do every day um, that keeps us busy doing this. So it's hopefully it's sooner rather than later that we're able to take that jump and at least it'll fall into place. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, it's hard for me to imagine. You know, you talked about Jason being happier and, and stuff like that. I mean, it's I, I got to tell you, and it's just from a personal world, those of you listening to this call um, – if it sounds a little like, uh, you know, like we're talking very casually and, and I mean, I, it's, it's impossible not to just like you guys. I mean, you're, you know, if you were playing Dungeons and Dragons, your charisma score would be off the charts just because (laughs) (laughs) you guys, I mean, Jason was in a, Jason, you were in an accident a few years or a few weeks back. And, um, yeah. You know, in a and a pretty serious one, and you know, and yet I just I never heard you without just an amazing positive attitude, and I, I you know, both you guys are just in, in, you're just always positive and and joyful, and you know, and I know that that's not you know it's impossible. I know that that's the face you put on. I I kind of feel the same way sometimes with the you know our interactions in the in the world. Um, you know, it's not really my take on it is, you know, that, yeah, I have those moments where life gets in the way and, you know, and it, it gets you down or whatever. And I don't, I don't like to show that out there. And, and I know that that's kind of you guys too, but overall, I just think that you just seem to have this positive outlook on, on everything. And just, you, you know, there's those people that when they walk into a room, they, they light it up. I mean, there's also those people who walk into a room and, it doesn't matter how positive the energy was in there. They walk into the room and it's gone, you know, because they just bring it down. That's not you guys. You you brighten every room you walk into, and I just um, I just think it's such a joy to to uh, to know you guys, to have had an opportunity to get to know you guys, and to to see your growth within the industry has just been incredible. And I'm I'm truly honored to have had some teeny tiny role in that, you know, just in, on the efforts and what you guys are doing. But how do you, you know, I, I'm kind of curious with all that you've got going on, how do you maintain that that positive energy, that positive attitude? You know, what do, what do, you, what do you guys do to, to stay positive all the time? Well, I mean, well, first let me say we feel the same way about you and your whole mode of vitality family as well. I mean, I feel like we wouldn't be even in the position, I feel like, from, you know, if it wasn't for you and Jen and everybody else and what we've learned from y'all too and people we've met through y'all and just everything. So we definitely feel more Jen than you, Kelly, but. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> well, I was thinking more Brian than you, Jason. So it's, I, I mean, it's, we're kind of even, right? Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but I think, I think just uh, keeping your head on your shoulders and looking uh, we're looking to the future and like again repeating myself just learning something every day it's an awesome industry and uh, it's exciting and I, you know there's no reason to be in a bad mood when you're around people like you and Jen and Tony and everybody else all the time it, there's, there's no reason to be 
you know, have a have a frown, I guess, on your face. But um, yeah, it's just exciting for me. So that's why I feel like it's. I don't know. I feel like it's just a great industry, and meeting people like y'all, it just makes it better, you know. And that having the passion for helping people just in itself is just exciting. So coming here, learning more, gaining more knowledge, so we can help educate our customers and help them get better water for a better quality of life. You know, things like that. Just, it's just that's pretty motivating for me. It sounds cheesy, but when you you have a customer call you two, three weeks later, and they tell you, you know, just how different they're enjoying, how how much more they're enjoying their water. You know, just it just it, it, you're like, oh, great. It's a sense of accomplishment. You know, and you can get that every single day. You have a customer every single day, so I, I like the feeling and sense of accomplishment. So yeah, that's um, amazing. It's just it's motivating. Anybody else have any questions or, or comments for uh, for Jason and Brian? What would you say has been kind of your biggest challenge since oh, starting up and and so on? And I not to bring out the negatives, but sometimes the the challenges make you stronger. Learning every it's a lot to learn too. So learning everything in a short amount of time is a huge challenge. You know, like I know Kelly says in his classes that he learns something every day or when he's when you all have new groups, but we're literally learning still obviously multiple things today. So I think just retaining and so much to learn. So I, I think that's the biggest challenge is being up to date on a daily basis and just you know, knowing everything. Yeah, the initial challenge was trying to, when when I had decided I wanted to get into the Water Quality Association or the business here, you know, the business side of everything is, where do I go to learn things? And my first bit of research was I found the flowing success book. So just trying to get into the whole, you know, just learning about everything was probably the biggest challenge. Business side of it wasn't really that difficult for us because we've been in business forever. But uh, to answer your question, just, Trying to find where and how to get the education was uh, probably my biggest challenge. Instead of just Googling it. <laughs> yeah. It's where to start. Like you guys were saying, because there's so many resources out there in this industry. I mean, just tons. But it's like what to start with. You know, where, what do you learn first? Where do you go to, you know, to, because it can get overwhelming. We see that, Jen and I see that when we bring new people into the industry. It, you know, it's like you're staring at this thing going, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. You know, where to, what's step one? You know, what do I, and there's not really a, a specific how to manual, like learn this first and then do this. And, and so it's one of the things I've seen you guys do when you find something concrete that you can learn, it's like you jump on that and boy, do you go all in and, and, uh, and then, you know, you're like, okay, okay, we finished, we finished that one. Okay. Where do we go now? What do we learn next? You know, because there's just so right. much, there's just, there's right. so much, so many resources and so, so much to learn for, for sure. Right. Yeah. So and I want, we want to get involved with everything we possibly can. I feel like we're, you know, I mean, yeah, there's so, only so much time, you know, and we're trying to, trying to jump into everything we can, but we're, we're trying not to get ahead of ourselves either. So, Yeah. So um, those of you listening on the call, Stacey, you've been here like 10 years, and I know that you, you're listening in there. What do you think they should learn? You know, if you were advising somebody who's been in the industry coming in, starting a dealership for a couple of years from, you know, I know you're, 
your Midwest, and but you know it's still the same industry. Remember, we're all one, right? So, you know what? Exactly. What would you tell these guys? What, what should they? What should they learn? You know, I think the biggest thing on on for any business, but especially at ours, is follow up, follow up, follow up. Right. Oh, good one. You, you know, if 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 you go out and do something for a customer follow back up and go back out and retest the water to make sure it worked or get back with them with the information they need, um, things like that. And I've run into it so many times, whether it's service or sales. I mean, there should always be someone following those service calls, sitting in the office and at least calling to see how that service call went and if they had any questions and if their water seemed better or whatever. Yeah, that's that's actually great advice, actually, because there are so many dealers and so many companies that are focused on getting new customers that they forget about their existing ones. And so I, I think that's really great advice, Stacey, to, you know, you guys, as you're growing, don't forget about the people that trusted you when you first started, you know, so go back and, and, and you know, get back in touch with them and follow up with them. And even if they don't need anything, even if you're not servicing them just when you have an opportunity to say thank you for for helping you grow that will pay dividends in the future both i think um you know emotionally and personally as as well as professionally you know it it's gonna you get those people out there advocating for you i i stacy i think that's really great advice um any any final comments from anybody else as we're kind of um coming to our last minute here thanks for letting us on your call today Oh, thanks for joining us. I, I appreciate it. You guys, it's great to see you guys. Great to spend a little time with you. Thanks for helping out with the class yesterday um, and, and all you're doing up and coming for the industry. So everybody else, thanks very much. Um, we'll be back uh, back in Michigan next week. So, um, But uh, thanks, everybody. Be safe. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. All right, thanks. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks. Yeah.